Have you ever experienced a miracle in your life? Just one. Who performed that miracle? Jesus. Jesus. If you have any problems in your life, you can believe that Jesus will help you through it. The name of this song is Jesus Will. transition in the radio phase of our program, we'd like to welcome our KKVV listening audience 
here from the Abundant Life Seventh-day Adventist Church, located at 1720 North J Street. Today, it's special particularly because it's Youth Day. And so we here at Abundant Life believe in our youth. We believe that they are the today and the tomorrow of our church. So, today we have a tag team of sorts, of speakers, who will be bringing us the message. First, we have Maya Rawls. Maya likes or enjoys um, playing the piano. She decides or is desiring to pursue a career in the medical field. Maya would like to be a gynecologist. And so we are praying, and I believe if God allows it and wills it, she will achieve it. Following Maya, we have Malik Perkins. Now, Malik enjoys traveling and shopping. She also would like to pursue a career in the medical field. She has not decided what field or era she'd like to uh, concentrate on yet, but she'd like to pursue a major in that area, the medical field. And finally, we have, wrapping up this tag team, we have Jezreel, affectionately known as Jazz. Jezreel Jazz Brown. Jazz says, can I put it to you, he'd like to make the money. So, so he, would, he would like to pursue a career that will bring him not only financial stability, but also will bring him joy. Yeah. So I, that's how I will put that one, all right? So today, they are bringing us the subject. They will be representing their Christ and their maker on the subject, friend, at midnight. If you'd like to have a copy of this program, you may call us at 702-647-2627, or you may watch a broadcast on the internet at www.abundantlifelv.org. Before we hear from our youth, we will have another special song of meditation from our youth choir, after which we'll have our speakers. Hear ye them.
is entitled Friend at Midnight. Friend at Midnight. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for protecting us and letting us see another Sabbath day. Speak to me and through me as we worship you and praise your holy name. Please send your Holy Spirit to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Although this parable deals with the power of persistent prayer, it is also an example of how we can get through everyday challenges. Right. Are we counting on Jesus to see us through tough times? It is midnight in the parable, and you can hardly see which way to turn. You know when it's nighttime, we see weird objects, like the clothes in our closet seem to be people in your room. We hear weird noises, and we bury, bury ourselves deeper and deeper to escape. This may be the reason we are discouraged to watch the movies like Saw, Chucky and the Hills Have Eyes. And we are not the only ones who get scared. It is also midnight in our schools. Classmates smoke and others bring alcohol to school. And just a few of the teachers really care. Most of all, it's not fun going home with an F on your report card. So, we face a dreary and frightening midnight when we feel that the next day we may be caught, shot, or bought. We, le we learned that not everyone believes in the Bible and its principles. But, we know that what is popular is not always right, and what is right is not always popular. But it's still midnight. And not to decide is to decide. This man in the parable asked for three loaves of bread. Right. Maybe he wanted the bread of faith. Yes, the bread of faith. In times like these, some of us have to forget about the toys like PlayStation 3 and settle for PlayStation 2. But I also know that grown-ups have fears about putting food on the table and sending us to school. But I am encouraged by the scripture. For the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you. And my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Yes, in times like these, we need the bread of faith. When the man in the parable knocked on his friend's door and asked for three loaves of bread, he received the impatient response, Do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are in bed with me. I cannot get up and give you anything. How often have you, when there are tough times, you knock on the same door and you were disappointed? Remember, there's also the bread of hope. Maybe, just maybe, he wanted the bread of hope. You see, even when we are helpless and even homeless, we should never be hopeless. There's once a frog living in a pond somewhere in Florida. One day, he was getting his tan on. 
morning, a stark came and tried to swallow him whole. But the frog was determined not to be his lunch. So the frog held on to the throat of the stark, and he knew as long as he held on, he would live. You know, that is how life is sometimes. Different things come at us, but we never give up hope. In a sense, the frog is thinking just like my mom. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Let's sing this chorus together. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds a door. He needed the bread of love. And because of his persistence, he finally persuaded his friend to open the door. You see, this weird traveler by midnight who asked for, who asked for bread is really seeking a way out. We can walk through the dark night with the joy that all things work together for good for those that love God. King David tells us, Weeping may endure for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. Psalms 30, verse 5. Luke is trying to tell us something today about this friend. Is Jesus your best friend? Sometimes we beg our friends to do things for us, and if that does not work out, we are hurt. But when I talk to my Jesus, he is never late, but just right on time. Just as a neighbor had the courage in the middle of the night, God will never leave us nor forsake us. What have we learned? Firstly, Jesus says, ask not for the sake of asking, but intelligently. He, Jesus has an open door policy. He not only holds the keys, but he is the door, and any man who enters shall be saved. He says, Revelation 3, verse 8, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. No need to beg. No need to text. Just call him up. There is no bully to stand in your way. You can even call collect.
blessed. The Bible tells us when we seek sincerely, we will find. You may be thinking, how do we go about the business of seeking? Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added unto you. It is when we seek and desire Jesus above everything that we will receive the victory. When we play hide and seek, we do this game for fun, but there is no fun when we do not find our friends. In fact, it becomes boring and dull. It is only when we fight, find it, we, we feel we've achieved our goal. When we seek Jesus, we will never be disappointed. Yes, we can sing, victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind, victory today is mine. This kind of faith moves our doubt and fear. You know the best way to deal with the fears of life is to totally surrender ourselves to God. 1 John chapter 14, verse 18 tells us there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And the one, because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. See, two blind men as they continue their crying and follow him with their request, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. But he answered them not and passed into the house. Yet the needy ones followed him and finally gained their eyesight. They were healed. The race has never been for the swift, nor for the strong, but the one who endures to the end. <coughs> when we really think about the commandment that Jesus has given us to seek, we realize that it is Jesus that came looking for us. I am reminded that when Adam and Eve sinned in Eden, they played hide and seek with God in Eden. They sinned, and they knew they sinned, yet they ran away from God. The point is that God came to look for us when we were lost and could not find our way home. God came looking for us. He is trying to find someone today who has lost their first love. You are in the right place at the right time. Will you let him in today? I don't believe there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, nor are there leprechauns either. But I know that when we seek the Lord, we will find streets paved with gold, and there will be gates of gasper and walls of pearl. When we seek the Lord, we will find answers to our questions, strength when we are weak, and courage when we doubt. Happy Sabbath, Church. In conclusion, we now know how to ask. We know how to seek. Now let's learn how to knock. Knock knowing that he will answer in your midnight crisis. Blind Bartimaeus was a man of persistence. At first, Jesus seems not to hear. The crowd rebukes the noisy clamor of Bartimaeus. Despite the seeming of unconcern of our Lord, however, despite the rebuke of the impatient, quick-tempered crowd, the blind beggar still cries and increases the loudness of his cry until Jesus is impressed and moved. Understand that you may not receive what you desire, but God will respond. 
When we give our all to Jesus, our fears, our weaknesses, our failures, our hurts, our pain, our heartaches are removed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. Do you believe it today? There was an afternoon that turned to dark, into darkness. Light of hope was about to fade and a lamp of faith to flicker. But hope was born in distress, sadness and fear of the night. My Jesus, your Jesus, our Jesus was alone. The word tells me that Jesus did not have to do it, but he loved us so much. He'd rather die than see Satan have us for himself. Kind of selfish, I guess. <laughs> Isaiah 53, four through six tells us, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought that he was wounded and crushed for our sins. He was beaten that we might have peace. He was whipped and we were healed. All of us strayed away like sheep. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the guilt and sins of us all. How alone can someone be? It was as even God had turned his back. It must have been a horrible experience. You know, some time ago, I was at a fair with my dad. And I was just about five, a lot smaller than I am now. I got lost, separated from my dad. As usual, I was not paying attention. I did the worst thing a lost person could do, which is to leave the last place which you know you should be. But if anybody would be able to help, it would be a police officer, right? As I was crying, tears streaming down my face, I described my dad. Dad? Tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> and we were able to find my dad. You know, I felt overwhelmed with joy. I found daddy. At that time, I wish I would never have to experience that again. But wicked men put our Jesus in a cold tomb. But what a difference a day makes. Death could not hold him down, for he is risen. You may be down and feel like God has somehow forgotten you, but what a difference a day makes. He'll do it again if you just take a look at where you are now and where you've been. Hasn't he always come through for you? He's come through for me. What a difference a day makes. You may not know how, you may not know when, but he'll do it again. Yes, he'll do it again. When we are surrounded by midnight, yes, he'll do it again. I'm going to ask Pastor Lee Wars to come and do our appeal for us today. Amen, church. Because our youth are in training for eternity, yes? Yeah. Last part, as we never leave this church at the end of a sermon without asking, if there's someone here today having heard that the best friend one could ever have is Jesus. Amen. So I'm wondering if someone out there today, you came here today to hear a word from the Lord. You've heard young people testify about the goodness of God. And they did so eloquently. And they submitted themselves to the work of the Holy Spirit. So I'm wondering if someone here today, you heard the word. 
And Jesus, the Bible tells us, a little child shall lead them. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, is there someone here, you do not have a relationship with Jesus. You're not a member of a church. And you're here today. Would you just raise your right hand? Wherever you are, any hand for that matter, you're coming to church and you want to be a part of this family here at Abundant Life. We're not saying we're going to baptize you right now. We are saying that we have Bible workers here who would like to give you Bible studies and prepare you to make that step with Jesus. Is there someone here today? Is there someone out there who would like to start afresh? The year is ending. You promised in 2007 that 08 would have been your year. But the year is almost done. And you're still in the same spot, probably worse than when you started the year. So I'm wondering, 09 is around the corner. Just a couple days, as a matter of fact. Is there someone here who would like to say, I would like to turn over a new leaf and make it right with my Lord and my Savior? Is there someone? Is there someone today? Is there someone? All right. Won't you bow your heads at this time? Father, we thank you for the message today. We thank you for reminding us that there is a way out of our heartache. There is a way out of our pain. There is a way out of guilt. There is a way out of our broken relationships, O oh God. And we are tired of running like Adam and Eve. But today, O oh God, we, we want to decide. That decision determine our destiny. And so today, O oh God, we want to say, or we want to make a change for you. So while the church is praying, oh God, maybe there is someone who the Holy Spirit is speaking to today on this even youth day would like to say, yes, I am that person. I want to turn over a new leaf. Is there that person here today? So raise your hand wherever you are. I see that hand. Praise the Lord, church. I see that hand. Is there someone else here who heard the word today? You know what your situation is. And you would like to turn over a new leaf. Don't look at me, church. You're praying at this time. Jesus is still in the saving business. And this is no time to play around. As those people who stood outside the ark while Noah preached for 120 years. And many of them thought when the door was locked of the ark that they still had time. So they parted. They got married. They did their own thing thinking tomorrow I could make it right. But the rain came. And it rained. 
I wonder if someone today realized that time could be over. Time could be out. I wonder. Is there someone else here today while the church is praying and the Holy Spirit is moving up and down the aisle? Is there someone else today? So raise your hand wherever you are. Here's the second appeal. If there's someone here, you, you're a member of the church, and, but you need special prayer. You know some things are not the way you want them to be. But you want special prayer. You want God to do something for you. Things are getting tight at home and you want God to do something for you. You know they say around Christmas time. That's when Americans feel most lonely. Because families don't go to visit their mothers and fathers in the hospitals in America. They drop them off and leave them. Is there someone? I see your hands. Special prayer this morning. Special prayer. I see the hands. Father, I thank you. I thank you for having mercy on us. I pray, oh God, that people here today who have not made that decision for you I pray Jesus I pray hold out a little longer so that they they may come into this ark thank you for the youth today thank you for how they represented you and they preached without reserve and testified for if we are not like children oh God in their faith for you not childish but believing in you and trusting in you like a little child we will never make it but thank you thank you for grace and the church said amen this time please stand for our benediction To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and without great joy. To the only God our Savior, or be your glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.
I would try to make it on my own Not living life the way that you had shown to me I've taken you for granted so many times That one unconditional love I pretended you were just a tale Not giving you a chance to prevail in me Never thought I was worthy of you. I'm not worthy. Well, hey. 